I'm on the fucking Raya Venmo. You can't even get on the type of Venmo I'm on. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> Welcome to Joy Tactics, the podcast dedicated to all things joyful, joyous, and meeting as many celebrities as humanly possible. Hosted by Eric Rahill, Nate Veroni, and Jack Bensinger. Enjoy. So you guys are now tapped into, basically, this is a new leaf, a new, uh, a new sort of beginning for us because you notice something's changed in our voices and the, yeah. the way we look in our appearances and the kind of energies and vibrations that we're putting out into the universe. And well, I think a lot of people know why that is. It's because you're now listening to three of... Three TV stars on one of the biggest, most hottest fucking shows on the fucking planet. Yep. That's right. Co-stars of season two, episode five of The Bear. Yep. Let's go, dude. Everything is everything yep. that I've been manifesting and dreaming is happening right now, dude. It's fucking about to. Yep. How do you guys feel this week on the release? Oh, my. Well, first of all, I, I have to say, like, I've been waiting for this shit. I've been teasing this shit on the podcast for a long time that something's coming. And I just want people to to believe me from now on because people were doubting me that something awesome was coming down the pipeline, and I'm like, just fucking wait till June, dude. Wait, keep refreshing that my IMDb page, man. I'll give you my IMDb Pro login. You can see all the details and who's repping me, everything. And guess what? We followed through, and we're on FX's The Bear, one of the biggest shows on TV right now. And yeah, everybody is so happy for us. And to be honest, I'm happy for us. If and I can a lot be of people are honest. jealous. Well, we'll get into that in a we little bit. We'll get into that. Very people are very Let's keep it jealous. joyful, guys. We're on joy yeah, tactics. Keep it, keep it joyful. Yeah. We'll go into the envy. So let's get into the joy of it all. Let's get into the process. So yeah, this yeah. is uh, a highly regarded television show. We, you know, we're kind of, we're kind of tapped. Like, hey guys. We know that you guys are ushering in a new era of <laughs> comedy. I don't even know. Yeah, I guess comedy, but just real human art. Whatever. It's just a new right. t- form new of entertainment. New form of entertainment. Right, right, right. And, and we'd be remiss is a word that they used if we didn't just, you know, put put a little homage. You know, it's kind of like how Hitchcock appears in every one of his movies. Right. Um, or like there's a pickle on it, whatever. So you can see that we're going to start popping up as little people just want to pay tribute because they know that the projects that are going to come out. Hello. Oh, sorry. I'm in here. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm it's checking out a little later. Yeah. And this is just the lifestyle, by the way, of like oh, traveling. Shit. Is it late checkout? Oh, my God. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll check in with them. I'm sorry. Yeah, Thank this you. is just what it's like traveling and being on the road, man. Oh God, guys! It's just another. I, yeah, are, did ahead. I really have to be checked out by right now? Are you kidding me? Oh my God, <laughs> Eric! Call your managers right now and tell them what happened, and that, and if that hotel wants to stay open, they'll listen to what you have to say. Eric, you just you just flubbed <laughs> that so hard because what you should have said to the room service coming in is, yeah, do you you know who I am, right? Oh I feel God. like Eric, you're at the point where you can say some shit like that and be mean to yeah. kind of civilians outside of the industry. You know what I'm saying? Look at the I room know. you're in. 
You're not in a regular hotel room, dude. No, I'm in I a, see those two chairs behind you. That's not. I'm a in what they call room. a. It's a suite. Yeah, it's definitely. It's got the mini fridge and the microwave. Yeah, this is yep. a suite. Yeah, <laughs> and a for real, I think I order. should call the front desk right now. Call them up, man. Do, give them a thank call. Give them a shall thank I? One. Give shall I do call. it? Yeah. <laughs> All right. This will be the most embarrassing thing I've done on the podcast. That's okay. smooth. No, this Let's is see. smooth. Shout out to All right, I'm calling them right now. Seattle. Well, while you're dialing here, here them comes. up. Oh, okay. Hi, this is Eric Rahill. I'm in room 305, and I guess I just missed my, I didn't realize checkout was at 11 a.m. Yes. Is there any way to extend my checkout slightly here? Um, you have 30 minutes because I have to clean the room. Oh, my God. Okay, 30 minutes. Yes. Okay, thank you very much. Welcome. All right, bye-bye. Well, you guys heard that? That was a thank call, everyone. Kind of, you said thank you at the end. Did you guys hear what just happened? I have, you 30, have thirty minutes, minutes to get the hell out of here. Saw. So what the hell is gonna? What it's an escape do? room. All what right. Do, do I haven't packed up one damn ass thing. I haven't showered. What this is your fault, Eric, and you need to start fucking taking responsibility for your fucking life, right? You're not getting out of this one, dude. You can't just say, "Oh, well, can we record it later or something like this?" Like, this is it. This is it. We're doing a 30-minute <laughs> episode today. I refuse to talk to Nate one-on-one. He's weird. This is I need my you fault, guys, isn't it? Good God in heaven. Good God. No, it's gonna be okay. Hey, let's. Well, Eric, what are you thinking? I don't know. I just don't know. Are you thinking we do a 30-minute episode? Are you thinking you could maybe move to the lobby and do it Nate Verone style where you're <laughs> fully in public and just going for it? I definitely could do that. Um, that is an is... option. Uh, honestly, that is a option to go okay. to the business we, center we, we or could, the... If, yeah, if you want to take a shower, we can pause right now. You still Should have pause your room and key. Then come back, and then I'll and be then all ready and do it. We're gonna there. jump cut. Here, ready? I'm gonna snap, and when I snap, Eric's gonna be. Or Eric, you do it. Eric, you snap, and then and you're when, gonna be. When you see me again, I will be in the. Guess what, everybody? You are now entering the lobby of the Wyndham by Wingate here in Tinley Park. It's a beautiful scene. We're going this American lifestyle with this one. Um, you may hear the juice machine kind of churning the, the cranberry juice and the orange juice. You may hear some other noises, that's but that's real life, cool. That's, that's like what it's what... like to be anywhere. It's not natural to listen to a pod, like a podcast without background noise. It's actually <laughs> maybe driving you and all of humanity insane. Ins- right, because that's not the real world. Everybody no. is so distracted by VR, this, that, you know, entertainment, constant feeds. Sodium. You forget what it's like to be just in a lobby of a hotel. There's, a, there's the trash fucking bin rolling around. It's like ASMR, and we're fooling ourselves if, people, if we think people are going to hate this. Yeah. Right. This Start, is the truth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This like is everybody's the truth. recording in booths and studios. Like yep. I'm sorry, we're out in the fucking world experiencing life for a fucking for once in, in, a, in a, for a change. Right. Is that so wrong? Right. And by the way, we have we have lives. Like we are doing this. It's a service that we're doing this podcast. But listen, I have to work. I have to put food on the table for my family. And guess what? That means I might be in the in the lobby of a Wyndham by Wind, uh, Wingate by Wyndham sometimes. Okay. By the way, if you see us on the street, say thank you for your service and treat us like kind of like yeah. military service members, and really just treat us with that respect. And we should yep. have kind of a uniform, a Joy Tactics uniform, right. so people can. A gi. Um, a, a, a fatigue. A, a gi. Yeah. Or a gi. 
yeah, and hand them out to all the patrons and pass. We, can, we can kind of have a societal rule that like these are the people that should be more respected than other people in our society just because they you know have a certain set of values that right. are incredible and um kind of push humanity Delicious. towards yeah but let's not forget what this episode about is about because right. this episode is about our com- crazy ass come up that nobody saw coming that everybody thought that we were not gonna fucking make it and then they boom, wanted you to turn put on us channel in 52. a box you're so on imagine FX. this imagine this right somebody says oh hey you uh are you free next month oh yeah i am actually oh why because you know the teacher of the bear yeah of course well they turns out they love you like family yeah and all they love your family like their family and they're gonna put and so not only do they want you to be a part of this family but they want to bring your family to make one giant bigger family and so when they said that in the same breath, Nate Verone, Eric Grayhill, mm-hmm. and you are all gonna be doing. Oh my God, what is it? What's gonna happen? Well, and then they said, you, so, oh, how? What's what are the logistics? They said, you know, United Arab Emirates. I said, yeah, but they mm-hmm. only fly to like the UAE. What do you mean? Right. They said, well, <laughs> right. Normally they only fly to the UAE, but they're making an ex- exception for this. So we flew first class around the other, the wrong way, east from New York, back yeah. to Chicago. <laughs> Stopping in New- Mumbai. Yep. Whatever. Back on the thing, sleeping. Mm-hmm. Best sleep of my life. Land at Midway. Eh, let's do another lap. <laughs> do another lap around the globe. Mm-hmm. Champagne. Land. They put us and up. And you cannot imagine the models they have, the male and female <laughs> models they have working as the flight attendants. You get one look at this person and you think God is real. You know what I mean? You know God like is real. That God has made this person and they made them to be the most beautiful Some flight attendants. Some people attendant. are hot like that. Like Some us. people really Some are. Like, yeah. It's people rare. Look you at know us what? And think that. What? This, does it, isn't it interesting when you see somebody that is actually beautiful? In the eyes of God. Like, I remember the first time I saw a beautiful person. This might have been the last time I saw a beautiful person. I was working, I don't know, at like the grocery manufacturing convention or something down in Virginia. And this news reporter came there. And he was like, I'm laughing really quick. I have to acknowledge because I think the listeners can hear this. There are maybe more trash bags being put into trash bins than I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> That's funny. It is like well, people are level. congratulations, everybody, because you are, yeah. you are now stimming. You are stimming. You're stimming to the sound of some beautiful plastic. I want to stim a metal can. with you. Well, when's, um, when did you see that beautiful person, Jack? So I was at the Grocery Manufacturers Association. Shout out to the grocery manufacturers of the southern yeah. region of the United States of America. Yeah. Um, and this news reporter was there. And he must have been, I bet you, about 45 years old. And he had, like, perfect skin, like a fruit roll-up. Ooh. But skin-toned. All red? Uh, no. Oh, but skin-toned. But skin-toned. But the texture of it was all perfect like that <clears throat> and then he had just this craziest most piercing eyes and the voice and everything is so clean it smelled good it was just some it was a a level of human flawlessness in the way that the magazines tried to portray that i had never witnessed in person i don't think mm. i ever will witness in person ever again maybe i've seen it two or three times but that was special 
I remember feeling that way when I saw Zac Efron in uh, High School Musical, and I was at my Nana's house, and I was laying on the bed on my tummy, watching that shit on her little ass TV, and she had a mirror right next to the TV, and I remember I had my hair all long at the time, skater style, but it looked more like a young Homer Simpson than it did Zac Efron, Mm -hmm. and I would look at the TV, look at Zac Efron with Vanessa Hudgens, whatever, then look back at myself. Then look at Zach Efron in High School Musical, how beautiful he was. <laughs> then look back at my double chin and think, you are not worthy, dude. And I remember shaking my fucking head and thinking, oh, come on. This is the day it begins. This is the day that you always look back to and say, this was day one of the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So you I got do, it that out is for a Zac core Efron. memory, though, like looking in my Nana's fucking mirror. Well, high school musical was playing and thinking like, God, we need to fucking be that right now, please, God. You kind of were that. It's all school. busted now, though. You up switch. Zach Efron. Yeah, well, he, he got probably looks at you. Surgery. Now, now he probably looks at you like that because you are now in your prime, and he's now looks like fucking Larry the Lobster or whatever. He looks yeah. all crazy. Oh, Larry the Who's Lobster that? was hot as hell though. In Who is Bar. that? Are you kidding me? Larry the Lobster. He was oh the, the big the buff guy, fucking ripped ass. Oh, lobster. he looked good, but he didn't look. There's a, there's a level of yeah. of good where you start to not look human. I have a question about what the <laughs> he's phrase, a lobster. He's a lobster. There's I have a question about the phrase plastic surgery. Well, let's hear it. Why yeah. do they call it plastic? Why is it that they do that? Why do they call it plastic? Is it because surgery? they put plastic on you? I think it's in reference to the plasticity of the face and how you can morph and, and oh, change really? it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. That's what I, I think. Didn't, I didn't. I love that explanation. True or not? This may be the most unlistenable episode of a podcast that's ever been that's ever been put out there. What, well, with the, the, the noises they fucking. Yeah, We're gonna like, have to. Well, yeah. That's perfect for the yeah. for the for the, the vibe uh, of our show. Well, I'll tell you what. We are all three. Well, we 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 are at a different level at this point. All three yeah. of us. We're yeah. TV stars um, right. now, and I think people are just gonna have to put up with some things, you know. Right. We're at, we're, we're at a different level mentally, yeah. And like, I think people are just gonna like we 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 should be treated differently. You know what I'm saying? Right. I feel like people are. People have been in my <clears> life. They've been, they've been, um, you know, not being as mean to me and mm-hmm. um, kind of. Everyone on the street is just kind of looking at me like, damn, oh my, God. I don't know your name, but like, I definitely binged this shit last week, or uh, the, this this week, and uh, yeah, I, I recognize you, man. Oh shit! Are you peanut butter? Are you are you peanut butter? Are you Skippy's Jif peanut butter? Because you're a household name to me. Oh know, my so god! Not by name, but wow. by looks, anybody knows that. I like whatever I'm hearing out there. Like. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't care. I don't care about the it's audio okay. quality of the podcast because I, I don't give a fuck. The podcast is essentially over. You're yeah. like, I, this is a feeling that I've been descri- using to describe a lot of things lately that yeah. initiated in uh, email to Navarone. Yeah. Uh, top secret. I can't discuss it. And shout out mm-hmm. to hotel workers. They are amazing workers and they are highly <laughs> unionized. They have high union density and they get amazing protections. So be proud of those occupations. But the uh, the feeling is this. When you're playing an open world video game, did I say this on the last episode? No, 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 no. A, this is this is a, such an incredible uh, viewpoint of the world. Say, say it, Jay. Okay. Tell me. So sometimes you'll feel this way, where if you've ever played an open world video game, 
and you finished all the quests and you're just walking around mm -hmm. you have nothing left to do you're just in this hollow environment where suddenly the stage lights are on it's as if the as if the house lights went on in the sky you know what mm -hmm. i'm saying and mm -hmm. you can see the grid of the stars you can see the what do they call that where they hang the lights the yeah. rafters, you can the see the rafters, rafters. The, yeah. the rafters yeah. connecting the stars and the planets above you. And um, that's how I feel about this podcast right now. It's like, we did it. We succeeded. We're here just kind of lingering in the lobby, just kind of looking around, but this right. shit's over. And I also use that to describe the the way that I feel when I listen to Joe Paradu stand up. It's like there's an <laughs> NPC that you haven't... <laughs> Haven't witnessed yet. You beat the game, and then you find this guy who's kind of sitting around with like a coffee mug. The god and, character. And he has like a side quest that like yeah. you don't really like care about. Like yeah, <laughs> but it's like the longest quest in the whole game. <laughs> so, <laughs> you don't get really anything from it, but it's like something that the artist, the people who designed the the universe, really care about. Joe Perry is in a Pixar movie. Oh, is he really? <laughs> Yeah, he's, I, a, he's was, a what the hell? He, he's a voice in the new Elemental. What's Elemental? Besides Elemental, the newest Pixar movie, dude, from Di Disney it? Pixar about of course I about know the elements. Who Disney dude. Pixar is, but what do you mean the elements? Earth, wind, fire, water, and magnesium. Exactly, man. Oh shit! I wonder what element he is. And guess what? The the kind of lesson of this is that elements aren't supposed to mix, and they have this kind of city where Whoa. there is fire, and the fire is. Uh, away from the wind and the water it's, and need to the tree people and they don't like each other and there's kind of a racism thing going no, on no 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 but no. we find out that yes these spoiler you you already know what's gonna happen this fucking joe Perry is racist <laughs> joe Perry goes so fucking <laughs> racist in, as a large tree as like a hydrogen uh, atom <laughs> <laughs> Joe Para, the racist guy. Yeah, Pixar Adam. took a weird turn in this one, but you know, well, I, I respect them for. Can I just say that Pixar needs to go back to the because guess what? This is we've seen this shit before, guys. We have seen this shit in a different form before. Pixar, can we get a movie about some just something fucking crazy out of this world? You know? Yeah, yeah. Just remember like, the Brave Little Toaster. We've discussed this. We've discussed yeah. this at length. Yeah. That, well, maybe like an amoral. Was... I think they got it because here's what the here's what the structure is always is positive morals. But if they just switch the moral frame set a little bit on these movies, we'll get a lot more variety. I swear to God, if the mor morality of it is pretty neutral and nuanced, like real life, that's a lesson for kids. Guess what? Nobody's perfect for oh, real, yeah. and people are actually evil, but they can also be beautiful and they can also do wonderful things, but have committed horrible crimes. Yeah. We need to Eric, start. Yeah, go ahead. I think you should get into 3D animation and. Uh, oh, you get into or get into more? Because guess what I'm doing <laughs> now that I'm laid off is basically a bunch <laughs> of research. I haven't animated anything yet, but I'm picturing the shit I want to animate, wow. and it's human beings in well, a look, special look at, type of way. Uh, oh, you want to you want to make animated humans? Mm -hmm. That'd be crazy. Mm -hmm. That would be mm -hmm. crazy. What would that even look like? A dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's and nice. or a girl or whoever. Well, dudes are everybody, right? Depending on what where you let what region you're in, right? <clears throat> but Do you, you know, know what? that? Oh, sorry. Let's. Uh, this is what I want to know. So there are milestones that people achieve in mm. their life and their career, 
and I think we've been around the block enough to know that you can't be really satisfied by these achievements. They no. can't bring you happiness. Literally, joy. You may think that they 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 will bring you joy and happiness, but this is joy tactics, and we just need to be honest and real. To we the need to be real here. What because what happens when you, you get right? Go ahead, Nate. If 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 you are if you think that hmm, once I get this job promotion, then I'll be happy. Once mm-hmm. I get this, uh, you know, run this marathon, then I will be happy. Guess what? Mm-hmm. If you're thinking that way, guess what? You will never be happy in your life ever unless you change some shit right now. So we went yep. into this thinking, yeah, this isn't... I was telling people in the crew, I'm like, I'm actually not going to be happy when this comes out. Like, this right. isn't going to bring me any joy or happiness. Right. I'm going to be grateful for it as fuck, but it's not going to bring me an ounce of joy and happiness because I'm evolved consciously uh, uh, way beyond this type of shit. And material things cannot give me any satisfaction, joy, or pleasure. Right. And I know that true happiness comes from within and, and, the, and the relationships and people that you have in your life. Right. Well, I was getting a lot of emails, calls, messages, people coming out of the woodwork just saying like, yo, Eric, we have believed in you for so long and we saw you basically body that basically extra role on the bear and (laughs) we want to know what it's like to be in your head right now. Like, what are you going on a bender in a good way? You know what I mean? Did you treat yourself to a fucking Luxor suite in Vegas by yourself going crazy, (laughs) just losing your mind, throwing shit at the windows in a good way? And I was like, no, guess what? Here's what I did when the episode came out. I was working another job looking for the next thing. We're thinking yep. about my next character that I'm playing. Because yep. guess what? Party goer number two? Yeah, that consumed about four months of my life trying to figure out what he was all about, what his shit was before <laughs> I entered that scene with Jeremy Allen White. But then I'm out of it. And I'm like, I don't even remember I did that job. Barely. I just yep. remember that I got to well, do the Eric, next thing. You had a you had a whole, like, I know that you, you had like a, you said you're a, 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 an extra in the show, basically. But yeah, they yeah. shot, basically, you had a whole arc for this season, if, they, I, if I remember correctly. Because you were there for yeah. months, and they had this whole kind of side story with you. And and Carmi were kind of like best friends yeah. and getting all fucked up together. And you guys actually got wasted in a scene. And I don't yeah. know what happened, because it sounded so <clears throat> fruitful to the whole series, but... I think it was a glitch i think it's I think, in the cut but there's like yeah i think what happened here was like it was we had such a connection <clears throat> like you know you have chemistry with different performers and like we had an amazing chemistry and essentially we had such a good time filming all those other things and we were like going it wasn't in chicago they flew us out to miami and some other places to shoot it because it's a whole other arc where we get involved (laughs) with all these beautiful women cartels and um essentially they were like it was like an amazing bunch of amazing scenes that was getting sent to Cannes by itself as it's standalone movies and shit but um they just thought like you know it's too much of a departure but they were like we're considering like a crazy ass new i don't want to even say it because i want to be knocking on wood i want this shit to come true so bad but you might be seeing a spin-off pretty quickly here called the eric or the that's whatever what I, okay i didn't want to say eric <laughs> 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 <The Eric. laughs> i didn't want to say it but yeah that's about to that is so stupid jesus that's really cool man congratulations and jack your part was you were one of the first people to license your face out to ai services like that i know i wasn't even there 
You were there, everything. actually, and you've licensed your face out to many. You'll be seeing Jack in many different shows coming up. Yeah. This is the first I show. died in 1996. The CIA has been implanting me into reality using uh, microscopic projectors that have been mapping onto carbon particles in the air. No. I am not real. If you shake my fucking hand, you will go through that shit. In fact, don't because the CIA is always nearby. No, but people people have have been, uh, you know, I'm walking down the street. I'm in and out of the airport like crazy. They try to check my ticket. I put I palm their face like a basketball, push them out of my way. I don't yeah, do tickets anymore. Me. You got excuse the me. you got the rap shirt on that says the, Bear Season Two. Yeah, constantly to chat out. Thank you, Cooper. Mm-hmm. Um, but people are coming up to people are coming up to me saying, aren't saying um, you're the first person we know to make a website. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. ever. Ah, yeah. the you're familiar. And can I say to Chingy? Well, I'm, this is just some spoilers. <laughs> We're just kind of going out to like you know some of our. Oh yeah, sorry, show, I just, but I just yeah. spoiled. Um, no, it's uh, all right because everybody. I think uh, everyone who's listened to it has probably caught up now. We gotta see all them and fucking uh, you know. Yep. So you guys know what's up. El Oro, El Oso. How do you say bear? Oso. El Oro. Oso. Oso. El Oso. Is that how you say bear? So, no, no say. Hmm. No required. But anyways, I want to say to Chingy, you're welcome, dog. Because I just fucking brought you're about to have to come back of the fucking of 2023, man. Because you forgot about your ass, and I brought you back into the ether. So that was an improv night, and it made it in. That was an improvised. Oh my god! And they had to pay you 100k. Um, and this was pre-writer's strike. And by the way, yeah. By the way, we're this is not a promotion of the bear. Because no, it's a super promotion. No, because we are abstaining from promotion. Oh right, we're not. No, yeah, exactly. Because we're not of the with any cursed strut company, we're um, <laughs> withholding well, even uh, more than right. What we are is weirdly, you know, this is you rarely get to be in this position, and I'm speaking earnestly here, where you oh, are sure. a fan of a thing, and then all of a sudden, what? Ha- this is crazy. Now. I'm in the thing that I'm a fan of. What? Oh, what are the yeah. odds? What are the? That's one of the. I literally need to like pinch myself sometimes. What the f is going on right now? Because that you know how rarely that happens. That's you know how rare it is for you to be in something that you love and you like a lot. That's rare and, as a diamond. And and on top of that, I've been watching this season and it is 100 percent certified excellent it's fine they have cranked this shit up and uh they have cranked this shit up it is yeah. i'm i'm not even joking it is so fucking good this season and um yeah i'm gonna spoil my joy for this week but yeah that is that was that really it feels like they leave. like you get this feeling that okay now we're off to the races yeah right mm-hmm. away I need. I haven't. Wa- I just watched our little scene. I need, and you're sitting eight, but I need to. Uh, I might watch it on the plane today. People are going great, and and people have also been wondering about my line, which might have been. It could get cut off slightly by a commercial if you're not paying attention, and that's what I'm saying. Put your phones down when you're watching this shit. Like really watch this shit closely, or else you're gonna miss some right. of the best lines in the show. And my line was, um, "Oh my God, he's at it again." Okay. And, and that uh, took you a while to like. That took a lot of takes. 
It took yeah, a lot. That. I was like, another one, please. Just give me one more. <laughs> like, literally, one more, that's it. And the crew yeah. was like, you got this, brother. So <laughs> nervous, shaking, yeah. like. Ah. Everybody was holding hands. Oh, yeah, camera. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so dangerous, literally. So dangerous. Eric uh, Eric did have a, he didn't have to have this, but he had a firearm on him. Yeah, he yeah. He wasn't in this part of the scene or in it, but just to give you that sense of, of like, urgency and fear. He, exactly. Eric does hold a gun when he's acting. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's like a long pistol. Oh, yeah. It's like a pistol pistols. that's the length of a broom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Dude, yeah, cause, can, I, can I say uh, this about extras? Yeah. People use the word extra as if it's some type of pejorative. Right, right. right? Mm. But let me say something about this. And I hate to be breaking down language all the time, but... No, people extra. love this. Are you... Typically is something amazing. An extra, yeah, they should call them extra? extras. They should call them cherries on top. Oh, my They should call God. them cherries. Where are my cherries at? Where I'm are my cherry cherries on, at? Oh, check out season two of The Bear. I'm a cherry. Yeah. My name is Guy One. Mm, right. And can I say on the, both of the shows I've been on this year, wonderful experiences, people have thought that I was um, a background uh, actor. And then I got to prove them wrong both times. <laughs> <laughs> and Eric, let yeah. me say how producerially minded Eric is. Right. How, he, how, mm-hmm. how much of an asset he is. Mm-hmm. You can appreciate this if you're a filmmaker. Is yes, he's not. He respects the boundaries of the different departments. He knows, like, yes, Eric has an idea of like what coverage this should be, how mm-hmm. tight should the frame be. Yeah. But he's I'm not like, gonna go there. Do you guys want a two shot of us? Is like, is this all in wide? Like, and like, where right. are you getting the reverse? Like two of me? shot. Yeah. Reverse two. Yeah. Like, these are words that most people don't even know what those words mean. I asked for a lot of ins- inserts of my hands that I noticed they didn't use because I like to do. I'm like playing with like coins in my hands, like I'm a magician. You yeah. know what I mean, like a poker player. <laughs> yeah. And they I, they got them, but they didn't put them in, which is, yeah. I mean, it's their choice Eric, and it worked. But yeah, Eric it, it, can't. Yeah. Eric can't cry on command, but he can make his hands sweat like crazy to the point where they're dripping water, dripping sweat off. <laughs> <laughs> and that is an emotion that's even more important than crying is yeah. that type of clamminess. Right. The Arthur, yeah. Arthur, the aardvark hand. Uh, Oscar, the cl- Oscar for most clammy. Um, you, but, uh, you make a good point though, Eric, that, so you were, so people were viewing you as an extra on these sets and, what happened in their attitude once they found out, oh, we're going to cut to Mr. Rahill's line. This I'm sure is they kind of started treating you a little bit different. Right. Because I'm just speaking from personal experience. I'm treating the extras on set like fucking shit. Like, I am right. laughing in their face and saying, ah, like, <laughs> I have a line, you don't. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm just all up in their face, and I know that if that were to happen to me, I would be fucking toast. I would be, oh, shit, you're actually... Yeah. Well, here's the thing about me is, you know, I I took psychology, a couple psychology classes in college, (laughs) watch a lot of, like, psychology lectures just in my... As I'm falling asleep. And so I like to run what they call social experiments. And so this person (laughs) thought, whatever, that I was background. (laughs) I was like, yeah, I'll play your game. Yeah, I'll let you treat me like this. (laughs) As it turns out, (laughs) "Mm, well, I actually have a line. And then I remember making eye contact where I I mouthed the words, it's okay. I forgive you. I said, I forgive you. (laughs) 
and she looked down she smiled and then we dapped it up and it was all literally i mean literally i'm all about building bridges where people like to burn bridges and You're like so use it to their advantage i'm a bridge builder okay first and foremost i'm a bridge builder okay i'll build I a bridge bi- but there might be some tricks about it Not a i want to build a bridge between the- that got that button <laughs> i got that button I want to build a bridge between Wagner. Who's that guy? The fucking Putin coup, and Wagner coup artist in uh, Russia. Well, he's well, a cook. Can, Wagner group mercenaries. He's, he's he a was cook. a cook. Is he a cook? Respect. I respect. Oh yeah, he started. This, the is, this is crazy. Cook. Can we take a sidebar? This guy mm-hmm. went from catering to overthrowing the government. <laughs> Anything is possible, people. This guy was a caterer. Don't mess with the chef. This guy don't mess flipping, with the chef. He went from flipping burgers to flipping flipping booties on the battlefield. Flipping! Oh, you got your booty flip, dude. He went, from, <laughs> he went from flipping burgers to flipping the bird to um, yeah the peop the uh, whatever. So yeah, you get you get busted by a forty cal. You got your booty flip. Can you imagine getting shot with a forty cal in the booty? Ah, in the ow, damn it! Ow, that feels hot yeah. and cold at the same time. God damn it! Well, yep. I'll tell you what. Hmm. Here's the funny thing about being a background actor, right? Tell me now. Background is relative. Right. To a background actor, you are the foreground is the background. You can't call something the background without having a frame of reference that's agreed upon. And if you don't agree upon right. where that frame of reference is, you right. are back. Everybody is constantly both background, foreground, midground, yep. underground. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's all perspective. It's, I almost mm-hmm. took your joke again, Jack. I, I can't help it. It's the best joke of all time. Thanks, man. No, <laughs> Jack has a joke where he says uh, perspections instead of perspective, and I, <laughs> it's just it's so catchy. It's like stuck in my hey, brain. Shout out to the goat. It's I, I feel like um, you you can't that joke doesn't exist without uh Ali G saying Sabrellies. Sabrellies. Oh, that's another one of the best you know. ways to say a word. Jack, you need to teach a like linguistics class mm-hmm. at MIT. Alternative linguistics. Well, here's the, the thing. For the 30-year-old white male. I'm not teaching anything ever again. <laughs> I am Why not is that? formally teaching anything ever again. Because what you realize is this. You went to college for 4 years. Can you name every single class you did and every single word you ever heard? Mm, no i actually can't so here's the thing can you name and recite every single song that you heard in college Mm, yes that's what i'm not when you were drinking and smoking like i was oh well subconsciously i bet you please remember them people so what's interesting is if you uh, teaching is just the wrong thing it's the wrong way to make like i say to make knowledge go into your long-term memory to give it significance so what i would do if i had college is you come into class philosophy class and fucking whatever i play you a song about whatever it is a linguistic song so yeah if i had a linguistics class you'd come in and you'd hear a rap song and like we're a, a way of english that you've never heard in your fucking life i'm gonna do rap god but the words are gonna be like or i guess not like that not like that, but I have an approach to learning knowledge that I developed because of my inability to perceive knowledge mm. kind of mm. gave me an enabling constraint, which forced me to develop a new way of thinking. And right. listen, I haven't 
it's been many years since I've pawned anything that any of my friends own. I don't. I'm a good person now. Eric. And this was the last known interview with Jack Benzinger. He passed away <laughs> shortly after this was given. <laughs> <laughs> In very mysterious circumstances, but we appreciate him and our thoughts are with his friends and family at this time. <laughs> it is funny to be floundering and looking at you guys kind of like, are you going to jump in? Are you going to not jump in? No. Okay. All right. I'll keep going. No, we have so much respect that if you're talking, we're going to let you, yeah, yeah, you know, listen. yeah, like uh, sometimes talking we all know crap. We yeah. all know that there is that you're on a, a fucking verbal ramp, dude. Mm-hmm. And you're about to hit that fucking crazy ver- vertical. So right. we're, it's just, who knows what's well, happening? Ta- you know what I'm saying? I'm, I, if you're, it's yeah. like hitting a slot machine button. Come on. Exactly. Come on, come on, that's literally. And then. That's shot. what I was going to say. Because that is what listening to me and interacting and working with me is like. Is like it's a gamble. It's a gamble. It's a fucking gamble. And the highs mm-hmm. are just so fucking high and they're life changing. Yeah. Um, so what about the lows? The lows are not lows, but they're kind of like a smoke bomb going off. It's like I didn't get any limbs. I'm not injured, but I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. I'm scared. Can I really quick comment in real live uh, time how how bad it feels right now to be podcasting in an area where people are trying to clean? There are people mm. working around. That's beautiful. No, that's beautiful, dude. Yeah, it's it's a next level. It's kind of like rejection therapy, where you have to put yourself in humiliating oh, circumstances yeah. and just sit through it. Sit Do you know that, Eric? That, I think that is a people pleasing. Mm. Um, yeah, a, a tactic to overcome people pleasing. Uh, should I go through rejection therapy on this podcast? What I is think that? you. Yes, yes, absolutely. You want us to reject you? <clears throat> no, I need to go. I need to get missions every week of something that may be humiliating, may cause me social discomfort that I need to follow through on, and I need accountability. Okay. So you want to? Okay, like- so this week you're going to go to Times Square with like a really convincing looking sort of bomb strapped to your chest, <laughs> like a makeshift thing. And <laughs> Oh my God. And just make yeah. a scene and kind of like choke out one of the Elmo's. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I got a bottle of, of Captain Morgan, have a spiced black spiced rum. Almost almost done. I'm was swigging that shit. I'm dressed like Captain Jack Sparrow with a bomb, old time bomb strapped to my chest. You gotta put on a like sexy bikini and go outside oh, Thirty shit. Rock and do a photo shoot. Uh oh, I'm dressed like uh, yeah, Tina Fey. <laughs> Not that the bikini. I'm just saying, like you know, yeah, just in a suit. Yeah, yeah, in a suit and in some outfit. Yeah, that'd be crazy, man. So shout out to the bear, man. The shout bear out has to the given bear. us. We, are, yeah. Let me ask you guys something. Man. Yeah. So are you guys excited? I feel like this is such a wide-reaching show. Yeah. There are so we're talking to millions of people mm-hmm. watching this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that means that the people that have been avoiding you all your life up until now, they thought, oh, I don't follow. Eric, I, I've unfriended him on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see this man in my life ever again. I don't want to see Jack ever again in my mm-hmm. fucking life. He's treated me so poorly up until now. Now yeah. I'm watching his ass win yeah. on TV on All the I biggest fucking show win, out win, this win, summer. Win, no matter what, what. Here, here, here's what I'd say. If these people were watching that, let me let me Venmo you some of my proceeds. You know what I mean? Because I like to share even with my enemies. Because how do you build? <laughs> 
you build bridges you know what i'm saying to even the most yep. desolate camps yep you know right. And, I'm on the um, fucking Raya of Venmo. You can't even get on the type of Venmo I'm on. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. If, Wait, yeah. if I opened uh, the app and saw, Jack, that you had only been Venmoing Charlie D'Amelio, can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> well. Oh, shit. Uh, huh. Really low amounts of money, too. Like to Charlie D'Amelio, of the D'Amelio family, Addison Ray. Oh that shit, was, uh, dude! What what pull. would you guys do if I was like, you guys want to come to my stepsister's house? Uh oh, sure. Who is it? Oh shit, it's Addison Ray. Remember her from TikTok? Oh my god, oh, actor. I used to have. This is maybe says something very weird about me, but when I was a child, I would dream that my sister was my like my long lost sister was Britney Spears. And then I would mm. find out that, and I would told a lie at a sleepover one time that my sister was Britney Spears, mm. but I couldn't tell anybody. How old were you? Mm, 12, 13. Okay. No, no, I was probably eight, seven, eight. Ooh, yeah, okay. I, I love the fuck out of Britney Spears. Interesting. And I, and I wanted her in, in my familiar, family. Yeah. And let me tell you, if she was in my family, let's just say things would have gone very differently for, for her, okay? And yeah, right, she'd still be in that conservatorship. What did uh, Wendy Williams say about the Spears family? Um, guess what? There's a guy vlogging Killed outside him. right now. So this is basically I'm in pathetic, pathetic <laughs> town. Are you serious? Whoa, There's a guy it? walking around with a. Maybe you can see him. He's walking this way, <laughs> and he just looked at the camera. Could you see <laughs> oh that? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> It is a vlog. What the <laughs> hell is he saying? I mean, this is what kind of fucked up world do we live in, dude? I Everybody don't know. Everybody just needs to put a I pause. Know. Your I, tactics needs to be the only type of content podcast. On we need to pause on all YouTubers. <laughs> we need to pause on everything I, right now. We can't just have a world filled with just creators walking everywhere. Just, no. I think it's cute. I like Can it. Can I and just Eric, say that that brought me down somehow? Well, here's <laughs> I feel what I, like Eric, I was part I'm of a brotherhood that I don't want to be in. You got to <laughs> you got to be worried. I would just say this. I see a young uh seemingly straight white male filming himself mm-hmm. walking around in a suburb of a major city yeah. in America. Yeah. Watch the front doors of the building you're in. That's all I'm going to say because that no, might no. be a manifesto. No, no, he didn't got any bags or anything on it. I could see elves. You don't and know. And guess man. what? It says no gun. Guns. There's a no gun sticker on the fucking oh, okay. door, so he wouldn't dare oh, come in here. Well, okay. Yeah. Close one. I fucks with stickers. One of the most effective things on the planet. Oh, my God. Can I say this about the bear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I have not mentioned this yet, but you're probably looking at my role on the bear. Mm-hmm. And you're going like... Was that a role, or how did how is it even possible that you're able to be so natural with this? How did right. you fit right in in such a crazy way? Right. Here's the truth. We all lived in Chicago where the show takes place. Mm-hmm. That's what people and don't guess get. guess what? Put, get some I, life experience. And where did I work? Oh, fuck. I worked at a goddamn deli. Mm-hmm. Me that too, as did I. You know, I did as well. corned beef, Rubens on rye. With pickle and coleslaw. Mm. And I have dreams. I actually had a dream last night that I was back at the fucking deli. And somebody, and I, I have this recurring dream that I go back to the deli and the menu's all changed. Yeah. And I got to jump right back into it. And I'm like fucking up the shit. And people are all screaming at me. And they're talk- I'm carrying all these cardboard boxes around. And I'm getting eggs to go and this and that. Stress dreams, man. 
Isn't that interesting? I have stress strains about my old manager, Jody. She was, I mean, I don't want to die, but Jody on blast. There's no way Jody listens to this, but Jody was very mean. And I was very afraid of Jody. Well, you okay. gotta be mean. I'm using her real name. I would walk in like, God, oh, God, dude. please don't. I would, literally, I was t- telling the story to people on set yesterday. I would count my drawer at the end of the night, you know, because I was a cashier, and I would be like shaking with nerves because I always fucked it up. <laughs> I always, like, literally was always off something. And sometimes I would like figure it out and I would put some of my tips back in, you know what I mean? Like just to even it out because I fucked oh, it up God. so badly. It was bad. <laughs> I was a dumb as fuck worker. Oh, uh, one time I gave away $30 worth of coleslaw on accident. Oh, guess what? Dude, that's nothing. You want to talk about bad bosses? Yeah. This is amazing, and I will shout this these people out because this is just too crazy that you should be able to you should Google it if you want a little laugh. So this diner I was working at was called the Eleven City Diner, a delicatessen, um, and it's owned by a man named Bradley Rubin. And no, if no, you no. look at the Yelp reviews, this is the perhaps meanest person on the planet. <laughs> and just to give you a little bit of the culture, like. We would have to scream hot soup instead of corner. Uh, if you didn't scream it at the top of your lungs, you would get in trouble. And if you look at the Yelp reviews, it's stuff that's like, we had a no-joiner policy, so your whole party has to be there before you could sit down. And so somebody was like, <laughs> trying to have a seat, and the Yelp review is like, uh... The owner of this restaurant came and cursed out my father, who recently got out of surgery for lung cancer and was asking to have a seat. He pushed him outside, and got, there's CCTV footage of him like fighting my dad. Oh my god! It's like Good god. my child. My child was denied a high chair because the owner called him too fat to fit in it. No. It was like so, cr- and people would be complaining because this owner would be screaming at the cooks so crazy that you could hear it in the restaurant people are like worried Mm -hmm. that there's basically professional domestic violence going on so that job was awesome it was hella fun every day it was a positive work environment and guess what What? how did it end i'll tell you how it ended i showed up to work one day there was two locations there's still one in the south loop but the one that was in lincoln park i showed up to work (laughs) it was boarded shut no. They didn't tell anybody. No warning. Closed the restaurant. They just slammed and that then shit they fought, shut. They fought tooth and nail to not let people get unemployment insurance. So God shout out it. to Bradley Rubin at the Eleven City Diner. God damn it! For being some real Chicago bastards. But if damn if the corned beef and pastrami wasn't good, I'll tell you that it is fucking. It's fire. If, if damn, I kind of I'm, I'm kind of hungry. Oh, Eric, guys. before you go to the airport. What? what? Go get a number forty-three at the Eleven City Diner. Oh, I wish Pastrami, I could Pastrami, corned beef, mm. and a latka, and onion strings, oh, and sour cream mm. on a hollow don't roll. Don't tempt my ass. And it's guess what? It's only three thousand dollars. Fucking bastards. Oh my god. Why? Are the uh, I used to work at the so Goddess high. in the grocer in Chicago, and guess what? They turned my old location to, into a rag and bone. You know, rag oh, really? and bone. That's a clothing yeah. store. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is. Damn. Wow. And you know what? I t- got to tell you guys, it's getting a little fucking crazy in here right now with people. So I think we might need to kind of sign off a little early today and do some what gave us joys. Let's say what gave us joy. Yeah. What Eric? gave what gave me? Well, guess what? We I wrapped on this movie that we made last uh, this last few weeks last night, and it was so nice. 
it was you know the speeches were great and it was just like everybody was such a pleasure to work with and i think it's gonna be a real fun one i think it's gonna be a good movie so i, I um shout out to everybody i worked with these last few weeks it was so fun it's like summer camp wow okay yeah, yep. you feel me yeah, but and now i'm going back, back to reality yeah jack and, and well i already said my joy mine was just like watching this this season of the bear it was um it's really good i'm having a great time watching it shout out to everybody who makes it cast and crew everyone was so amazing yeah <laughs> the focus pullers. and uh for real if you haven't watched it go back to season one and watch that shit it's fire you, i mean it's you're, you're in for a treat you know what i'm saying yeah but uh yeah yeah, yeah. and i'm excited to finish because I'm, I'm about halfway through this season i'm excited to to uh to uh watch Digging, it i'm gonna watch that shit on the plane jack what gave it. you crazy ass joy <sighs> What bestowed joy upon me was the first leg of the tour with Sarah Sherman this summer was at Minneapolis on Friday. We did two shows at, oh God, what is it called? The Country, the Courthouse, the Parkway, the Parkway Theater. That was a blast. Everybody who came out was so fucking fun. Amazing crowds. It felt amazing to do a show out in the Midwest again. Oh snap! Uh, shout out to Sun Country Airlines, ultra ultra low budget airlines that I had the pleasure of flying. That is based out of Minneapolis. They are incredible. Shout out to the Graduate Hotel. That is a chain that looks cute and that is kind of basically looks like Hogwarts. And shout out to Sarah Sherman, just the absolute funniest, most nicest, oh kindest. God human being you ever do next. it Question be the best. fucking energy bender she's just you got if you got to see this show if you live in yeah atlanta shout out, shout out some of these dates what the listen fuck? up atlanta july 27th tulsa july 28th houston the july 29th madison wisconsin august 3rd through 5th are you going Brooklyn. to all these jack uh i think there's one or two one uh, i think i am going to pretty much all of these but Oh my god! The ones that are festivals, I'm not going. I actually might just go to anyways. Fuck it, but there's some of them I'm not going. Um, Madison, Wisconsin, uh, Madison, Wisconsin, August third through the fifth. Brooklyn, uh, August eighteenth. Boston, August. I'm reading this wrong. Brooklyn, August seventeenth. Boston, August eighteenth. Jersey, August nineteenth. Port, Washington. Okay, I can't read all the dates. And if that was confusing, just go to Sarah Sherman. Just, go just Google her. <laughs> Vermont. Just, you can find uh, just Google this shit. I can't. I, literally, that was so but hard because it's real, listed as numbers. Yeah. For real, can we sell out some of these shows immediately right yeah. now? I know we have Please, millions man. of people listening to this shit right now. And just, I know yeah. we have such a hub in all of these fucking cities around the United States, especially and globally. And if this were to go to Europe or India, we'd sell that shit out too. But. Can we just please sell this out? Because you're going to have one of the best You're of your life, Sarah Indian. and Jack. <laughs> Sarah and Jack are two of the most the excellent tour. live performers on the planet. They're the and, fucking best. Um, I mean, I, I, I literally am like, do you not want to have, like, literally the best night of your life? Like, what, what else do you have to yeah, fucking do? Yeah, if you don't want to be ecstatic and be feeling full of natural jubilant. ecstasy, don't go. I would just say don't go if you don't want right. to feel that. But if you want to be jubilant? Mm-hmm. Jubilation. And I think everybody that listens to this wants to be jubilant. That's for sure. Um, all right, guys. Thank you for bearing with us in the Wyndham, Wingate by Wyndham lobby. Um, we love you all, and God bless you all during this week. Peace Joy. out. Joy. Joy. Tactics. Tactics.
Well, that concludes another incredible fucking episode of Joy Tactics. Head over to patreon.com slash joy tactics to unlock exclusive weekly bonus episodes. And make sure to follow us on social media where we post fire TikToks and hilarious shit like that. And if you loved the shit you just listened to make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. Thanks for listening and remember, we are shaped by our thoughts, we become what we think. When the mind is pure, joy follows like a shadow that never leaves.